Hello friends, this is the Daily Edify with Jeff Lane, a place to get spiritually grounded and into alignment with the flow of love each weekday morning. In each episode, we'll focus on a spiritual practice, a poem, a book, a sacred text, something that can empower us to be more fully alive to the gift that is the day before us. Thank you for listening. Today's episode is titled, Go Outside and Play, and I'm drawing the phrase from a newsletter email I received just a few days ago. I don't know about in your part of the world, but it's been gorgeous, unseasonably warm, almost too warm, in fact, in Chicago the last couple of days, but it's been such a breath of fresh air, the sunshine, the blue skies, the budding trees, um, and so the the title of that email really resonated with me, Go Outside and Play, but um, more deeply, it reminded me of something I've been thinking more about in recent days, uh, a kind of theology of play, uh, and hang with me for a second uh, to explain this, but uh, there's a, apparently a center for, what's it called here, National Institute for Play here in the U.S., and Dr. Stuart, Stuart Brown's a psychiatrist and founder of this institute and he talks about play as uh, he defines it as engaging in an activity for enjoyment rather than for a serious or practical reason Uh, and he talks about play having seven properties Uh, number one it is apparently purposeless number two it is voluntary number three there's an inherent attraction to it Uh, four while doing it there is freedom from time we get sort of in the flow Uh, Number five, it diminishes the consciousness of self. Uh, Number six, it has improvisational potential. It's open, not rigid. And seventh, and finally, it has a continuation desire, which makes you want to do it more. You don't don't want to stop. So I've been thinking more about uh, this call to, to go outside and play, partly because I've been wanting to do that in recent days here in Chicago, but I'm also struck with... Um, how important play, and I'm not talking merely about playing games, although playing games is fun, um, but play is sort of a posture of life, um, an openness to possibility, um, a desire to sort of engage with the world um, in an open-hearted way. So in, in recent years, science has really demonstrated how play offers a lot of benefits in, in children and, frankly, also in adults, um, Play has been shown to reduce stress or increase happiness, allow for more, uh, you know, adaptive coping when we're going through tough times. Um, in, in professional settings, whether in a ministry setting like mine or a work setting, uh, you might have a home setting. It, it play can increase learning, productivity, uh, connection with colleagues, job satisfaction. Uh, and relationships, too, of course, are enhanced by play through the ways that we bond and communicate. Um, so, so play isn't just about our imagination. It's about also about rest and rejuvenation, and it can shape our brain. Um, so I'm fascinated with um, a sort of approach to my Christian faith, but frankly, any faith, when it comes to play. I've been uh, skimming a book lately by Brian Edgar, who's a theology professor at Asbury Seminary. Uh, the book's titled The God Who Plays, A Playful Approach to Theology and Spirituality. And uh, he really touches on how play, for him at least, is at the heart of spirituality. Um, and again, not necessarily playing games, although those are great, um, but a playful posture uh, toward life, uh, 
to, to view oneself as a sort of partner with God and in co-creating the world and making uh, the world more reflective of God's dream of, of a kingdom of love and peace and justice and flourishing. Uh, he talks about prayer as a form of play. Um, of course, we have much to learn from children when it comes to play in the sense in which, I mean, I think about our two-year-old son, Noah, who's just pure presence, you know. Um, he'll tell you what he wants, what he needs. Uh, he's totally in the moment, can be laughing, having the time of his life one second, and then two seconds later, you know, he's flipping out about something. Just, you know, pure presence, pure play, pure posture of kind of open-heartedness to the world. Now, some of that, you know, we, as we mature, uh, we, we do need to unlearn some things and gain some skills to cope, to adapt. Uh, and yet this need to play doesn't end when we become high school students or young adults or, uh, you know, partnered and having children or, w or whatever our pattern in life is. Um, play remains uh, something that we need to keep doing to, to remain human. And I would say to remain a spiritual being that's engaged with the world and engaged with love and God's love for all of us. So, so I wonder, friends, uh, just briefly today, how you might get outside and play, uh, whether that's through uh, taking a walk, whether that's through um, doing an, like an awe walk. We talked about that a few weeks ago, uh, going out and trying to enhance your awe and wonder for God's creation, or whether it's just doing an activity, uh, playing with a ball, um, um, doing something you're you're not very good at, but you want to get better at, and, and just practicing and letting yourself get engrossed in the moment. Um, I wonder how you might today go outside and play, uh, how you might think about your spirituality in terms of play, and even prayer as a form of play as you engage in a relationship and experience with God. Peace to you, friends. If today's podcast has blessed you, provided a tinge of clarity or some nourishment for your spiritual journey, please share it with a friend so that we can create a more inclusive community. Or do you have any feedback for me, any show ideas, something that was particularly helpful or something that could have been better? Please send me an email at thedailyedify@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's in the show notes as well. I'd love to hear from you. Also, please consider rating and reviewing The Daily Edify wherever you get your podcasts. Friends, you are loved and never alone.